while on a journey as we've been going through the book of Revelation. From Sunday to Sunday, we have been on an incredible journey. If you go back from the beginning, we had an invitation where we went up the mountain. We, were, we, we went through the glory dimension. And now we are traveling through Revelation chapter 2, where we were encountering the church in Pergamos, the Nicolaitan spirit. You ask yourself, why are we on this journey? As our man of God said to us, we are once again, we are building the foundation in order to be able to support what is to come. And as you listen to these messages from Sunday to Sunday, don't be surprised if those spirits that attack those churches begin to manifest in your week. And as they manifest, you must know it is because light has come into your spirit. Information has entered you that is empowering you to locate and to eradicate once and for all these spirits that have been plaguing our lives. Last Sunday, we were listening once again as our man of God spoke to us about the origins of the Nicolaitan spirit. In the origins of the Nicolaitan spirit, we went all the way back into the book of Genesis, where we saw that the Nicolaitan spirit had its roots going all the way back to angels that left their place of authority in heaven. And as those fallen angels came down to earth, they connected with the daughters here on earth and created an offspring, produced a generation called the Nephilim, giants. And our man of God said, today, if you are fighting a giant in your life that you are struggling to overcome, it is because at one point in your past, you encountered a Nephilim, you encountered a voice that was contrary to the one you should have been listening to. In that message, there are people that have been sending us texts and sending us messages, letting us know that every time they listen to that word, there was new information coming out of it. And we ask ourselves, how is it that the message is spoken once, but yet every time we re-listen to it, we are getting a new information? Yes, it's because the word has come to you in the spirit. And in the spirit, there are dimensions that have been hidden for you to uncover. And every time you re-listen to that word, you are uncovering a new dimension of information and glory. And so even today, as the word of God comes to you, may you open up new dimensions with every time that you listen to it. Once again, people of God, we are joined together here in the studio with our prophet, and our man of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew. Help me welcome our prophet. Thank you. Man of God, we want to thank you once again for the opportunity to join you here in the studio. We know it is um, a beautiful opportunity to sit under this grace and to be able to partake in hearing the voice of God. You know, it is a a beautiful meal that we get served every week. And every time we come back to the table, our lives become enriched. We become more full of light. And we see things that we've never seen before only because you shine light into areas that we didn't know exist. We thank God for that grace. Amen. I'm uh, so humbled to hear that. We thank you. The Lord Jesus for giving us that grace that makes it possible. I want you to know that I am learning with you. Every week I must first hear and learn so that you may hear and learn. So it is a journey and we are in, in this together. And thank you for doing this. You know, Prophet, last week when you were speaking, um, I was actually just listening to it again this morning, and I heard something I hadn't heard before. In the message when you were speaking, it wasn't only about the Nicolaitan spirit, as in people that come to us, but it's also about voices and thoughts and things that have come to us, not only through other people, 
but through spirits that are speaking to us all the time. Mm. And as I was hearing that, I was just shocked because so many times we have thoughts that pass through our mind mm. that we don't understand that just entertaining that one thought, that lie, we open up the door to fight a giant for the future. And like you said last week, we pray that our children don't have to fight giants that we are opening doors to mm. as well. You know, and I was I was blown away by how deep that word is that I know that we are getting another word today. But I'm like, there's still so much more in that word. So much more in that word. It's true. It's true. Uh, what causes one of the biggest deception of the enemy? Why we get so easily deceived? is because how the enemy masks his deception. How he manages to introduce a lie. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that it was the thoughts, not necessarily an individual. Mm -hmm. So the enemy manifests in different ways. Sometimes he will speak directly mm -hmm. he'll appear and speak there are people that have encountered demons mm -hmm. but those are rare instances at least we know it rarely mm -hmm. yes. then there are instances where you're watching a movie and a thought begin to form so why don't I do this mm -hmm. it'll be so cool you'll start admiring rebellion Mm -hmm. yeah, this guy is taking over the whole thing. He's holding everybody captive. Yeah. And he gets his way by force. And they make it look admiring and thrilling. What is the enemy doing? Mm. He's sowing a seed. Wow. Then you see how most of the movies today talk about stand up and value yourself so you don't have to put up for him if he doesn't value you enough mm -hmm. um, you can walk out of him mm. so now all of a sudden the husband forgot to bring flowers on her birthday and she's already filing for a divorce because there was a movie mm -hmm. that said that she's more worth mm. so she goes with a guy who will buy her flowers for the first three months Wow. You know, I, I remember um, very recently you were talking and you were saying that you were, actually it was last week, mm -hmm. and you were saying that you had spent some time, you were just looking out into the spirit and you were watching as things were happening. And you were seeing how the enemy had been using movies and TV shows and even cartoons mm -hmm. to frame the generation and the way we would react and the way we would think as we were growing. Yeah. And I was shocked even to hear cartoons, even things to little children. Mm. And then after hearing Wednesday's word about how the enemy affects us, even in the womb, mm. I was, I'm, I'm shocked. You know, we've never seen this before. So that even a thought that we think is so innocent is in itself leading us away from our first love. Yeah, we'll deal with it a little more today. Mm. Mm. The reason why Adam fell was because it was masked. The deception was masked in a very beautiful woman mm. that he had fallen in love with. She was too pretty. There was nothing visibly diabolical about her. Mm -hmm. And so this beautiful woman that makes him go goo goo gaga walks into the room and tells him, hey, try this mm. fruit. And now it's more tempting because mm. you're like, oh, she couldn't probably hurt me. Yeah. So you will have those kind of beautiful women in the church where you, they have gained your trust. Mm. Ah, she couldn't possibly. And most of the times, the words give away 
but if if i don't teach you you will not even be able to recognize it yes thank you prophet so what did satan say he said in the day you eat this your eyes shall be open yes your eyes shall be open yes, shall be. so one of the ways you can locate this nicolaitan spirit is they will come to you and say i wish your eyes were open mm. <laughs> wow <laughs> wow <laughs> that's when you you should go as a whoa, whoa whoa wait a minute my eyes were opened yeah i love the lord today more than ever before but that demon would dare you to come you're living in the garden mm-hmm. enjoying information understanding revelations grace going from glory to glory yeah. and he, that demon is so deceiving mm-hmm. that he will still have the the audacity to come and tell you a rooted child of god mm-hmm. oh, i wish your eyes could be open yeah and now immediately doubt is a seed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now you are looking at the worship leader and saying is this worshiper really of the lord yeah you're looking at songs and saying is this song from the lord mm-hmm. you're looking at the pastors and saying is this pastor or oh, no wonder he wore a black tie you know maybe something is wrong then from then everything that happens in that church you begin to now get confused mm. spirit of confusion is sown because they already were in the garden their eyes were open to see the lord and yet there is a, a spirit that comes to them and say i wish your eyes could be my opened goodness. my goodness what is it doing it is sowing a spirit of deception very few people actually escape that mm-hmm. very few people and that is why word like this is important mm-hmm. because the spirit of nicolaitans function already started okay <laughs> the spirit of nicolaitan functions with knowledge mm. they use knowledge against god right. they will come and say that information is not good you listen to my information mm. they will tell you that their information is better so they will now throw dirt on the information that is coming to you so that he might deceive you out of where you are supposed to be wow once that you expose yourself to that lie mm. then it becomes like it says in second timothy where you can keep hearing the truth but never arriving into the knowledge of truth i believe it is second timothy chapter 3 verse 7 i have it here prophet in second timothy chapter 3 verse 7 it says they are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth mm So once that spirit touches you can keep hearing sermons but now you never arrive mm. you never come to a place where now the truth becomes a revelation mm. you lose that grace to receive remember it is not information that brings breakthrough it's not knowledge that brings you breakthrough it is understanding or you can explain understanding as when there is a revelation mm-hmm. in other words there is an information but the light of god arrives on that information and now it becomes an enlightenment a yeah. revelation so every information you can keep hearing bible studies bible studies bible studies bible studies and never arrive at it mm-hmm. because your spirit is now tainted your spirit is now touched by the spirit so you're not even able to understand why you are hearing but not arriving mm-hmm. so you have to understand a little more about this uh, we'll just touch this spirit one more time and because i believe that it it is helping people mm. it is setting people free amen uh, some people that would otherwise fall into the trap of the enemy is being set free through these teachings mm-hmm. So if this uh, teachings are bothering you then you need to know this is for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
Now, some people say, yeah, but uh, I'm not into any of this. You know, I really, I'm free, I'm okay. But you got to understand, every teaching, you can learn the characteristics and learn principles that mm. protect you for future. Yes. For example, when Apostle Paul says, there are things that I haven't even heard among the heathen mm -hmm. that I hear that you guys practice. He was talking about incest, mm. things that were happening in the church that, that even heathens, he was saying that are more respectful than this. Wow. So you would look at a verse like that and say, yeah, but this doesn't apply to me because I don't do any of those things. But what you then miss is that you, by not learning the characteristics of that demon, mm -hmm. now you miss the signs mm. of that demon. Wow. So he doesn't fully manifest in one go. He comes in very gently. So somebody that ends up going with a prostitute, addicted yeah. to prostitution, addicted to their soul, mm. their soul and body, yeah. They didn't start like that. They didn't start with going to a prostitute. Mm -hmm. They probably started with looking at some magazine. Yeah. And that was the seed that later on ended up in that. Mm -hmm. So some people say, yeah, but this teaching doesn't affect me because I am not into idolatry. It doesn't start with you having an idol in front of you. It starts by you giving your heart to the idol called knowledge mm -hmm. without revelation. Wow. And knowledge without submission. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it slowly takes you places that you never expected to go. So this is a journey. This is amazing. You know, Prophet, you were saying mm -hmm. um, that in the Bible, like Paul was saying the church was going through issues of incest, but it's they didn't you know many times we we look at the knowledge and we say oh that's that's not me i'm not doing that action but we miss all the signs of how the demon functions the characteristics like mm -hmm. you're saying of how it operates and isn't that many times how we just fall in traps like you were just describing because we say oh i'm i'm not doing that i'm not what i'm doing is not that bad but we don't recognize all the characteristics of how the demon gets us from one place to another yeah wow so let me try and help somebody in this area that you're talking about. Yes. We know that the only way to come out of this is when the Word of God comes to you. Mm. So the three weeks, I believe, is helping some people to save their soul from mm -hmm. the deception of the enemy. When the Word of God, when the Spirit of Truth comes to us, something happens. There's two response to a word like this that comes into you, or let us say when collection comes into your spirit. When the bright light of God exposes years of deception, mm -hmm. and now you're freaking out. There is an internal combustion. There is that moment where there is the fight behind with the reality that you think is true versus the reality of the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And you believed your reality was true. And you believed your truth. Now the truth of the Word of God is shining bright light at something. Yeah. It's like having a torch in your face. What happens? You flinch. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Even a small flashlight on your phone, yeah. you put it up against your eyes yeah. and you flinch. Yeah. The reason is that we are not in the same amount of light mm. so that with even greater light comes into the eyes. Oh my goodness. Our eyes cannot handle it. Oh my goodness. Oh. So you want to hide now. So the reason why we flinch is because we are not in the same light. Mm. Oh my goodness. So when the word comes to us and it's affecting us, it's provoking us, provoking a certain area in us, it's because a brighter light, a superior word is coming in. I, Man, so we pray that today we'll 
try to investigate how our spirit responds to it how our soul responds to it so when the word comes there are two responses that can come to a word that is bringing correction to your spirit mm. number 1 is pride pride yeah pride the second one is humility mm. every word every week that is coming to you you have two responses to the word of god one is pride and the other is humility now humility has two ways that it manifests mm. i call it the two t's two t's yeah the first t is tears tears that is repentance you you really hate what the enemy has been doing to your soul yes okay that is tears repentance and the second one is transparency mm. one is not without the other wow if you are if you have just repentance but you do not expose what the enemy has been doing it's only a matter of time that you come back later and you find the same situation my goodness so in our yard there is a rock yeah. i really like this colorful rock um it has very nice green tint and some white stripes uh, i think it it is an emerald that we still haven't discovered <laughs> uh there's a portion of that there is a a part where there is a, a space mm. now that space is hidden and dark mm. now every week when i reach there i see that space has been taken advantage of by little insects oh so here what i do i would get rid of that spider web clean up and then another week later it would be back after a few attempts i said wait a minute this is this is not working this is not working I said i have two options now i said i can either fill up that location with dirt fill it up with soil earth and then the problem is solved or i turn the rock to position itself towards the sun wow towards the light oh my goodness there are certain spirits that will only arrive in darkness mm-hmm. anything that is hidden so you really want to set yourself free from a deception mm-hmm. you bring it to the light yes that is why last week i said one of the ways that this spirit multiplies is in secret wow so he will tell you we will meet but don't tell anybody we are meeting i'm telling you this but don't mm-hmm. tell anybody yeah uh, because for a long period of time until they uh, completely transform you into being a rebel mm-hmm. they will want you to stay in hiding mm-hmm. okay is that strategy from the devil come on it's not the devil has nothing of his own it is god's strategy hmm jesus when he was an infant yeah. was in hiding moses was in hiding until he was strong enough to survive in come the wild oh come on so satan uses all the strategies of god so he he will come to you and say stay in hiding stay in hiding. what is he doing he's molding you to become like him. Oh. He's saying now you are not fully deceived. So if you go to your leaders now, you might get helped and your eyes will be open and this deception will be broken from your life. Mm. He said but if I can get him to stay hidden for a year too. Now I can create that rebellious nature to completely oh. grow 
Now they have no more fear of their leader. Mm. Now they don't mind stepping over their leader. So what does the enemy do? He says, stay in hiding until we nourish this rebellion in you. And it has become now too strong that even the leaders can't help you. My goodness. So humility has tears and transparency as God's way of helping him. And we discussed that last time I said, the way Peter was saved mm. was because his life was an open book. Mm. As stupid things that he did, he did it in front of his master. And the reason why Judas could not have grace is because he didn't have the courage to come and open up to his master. Yeah. So people of God, I want to encourage you, your man and woman of God even may be harsh. Some of the pastors are very scary. They can, uh, may even ask you to step down from leadership. Mm. They may even tell you three ones don't take communion. I don't know. Many churches deal with correction in different ways, mm -hmm. but refuse to be scared of a correction. Yeah, yeah. Because correction is your protection. Correction means they still love you. Correction means that they still want you to be their child. Mm -hmm. Do you see the difference? That's incredible. You know, Prophet, I remember when you were preaching the message on Peter and on Judas and corrections and how, you know, uh, Judas was hiding everything. And yet Peter, he wasn't afraid to fail in front of his master and Jesus even corrected him openly. And I remember when you said, yeah, he corrected him in front of everybody. I mean, in my heart, I was like, I, I have problems to taking correction, you know, one-on-one -on -one. to take correction in front of everybody. It's a completely different game. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a reason why the Lord does that. It's because when correction comes in public, he's not just correcting you. Mm. It's not just correcting you. He's mm. correcting everybody else, even their future sins. Wow. That is why Jesus said, Peter, when you are restored, come back and strengthen your brothers. Oh. What does that mean? That means your brother, brothers are going to have unbelief. So they doubted the master Jesus. So Jesus knew that would happen. And he's saying that when this happens, come back and help your brothers. That's amazing. Yeah, so when the, the spirit of Nicolaitan wants to hijack you, don't feel bad that you allowed it. Instead, come back and do better and help others who are being attacked by the spirit. So now, secondly, pride has two manifestations too. Humility has two manifestations, tears and transparencies. Pride has two fruits as well. First is either fight or second, to flee. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when a correction comes and the person that is listening, if their heart is, is a prideful heart, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that this person is a bad person, but they, the way they grew up was they are not able to handle correction. Yeah. Then their normal response is either they will fight the truth that is coming or they will flee from the truth that is coming. Majority people choose the fleeing route. Mm -hmm. You know, um, when the Lord was correcting Peter, you could see he was so embarrassed that he just decided to withdraw. Mm -hmm. And the Lord Jesus still could help him because of that. But the second one, is the one that God begins to fight. Mm. That is the group who said, I'm too proud to accept this, so I'm going to fight back. Yeah. So the way that, that they respond to that, that truth that is, that is causing them to be feeling unsettled, mm -hmm. is they start now behaving as the enemy behaves. Now that is a dangerous zone 
because that means that Satan's claw is now much deeper inside of them. Oh. The other guys are like, you know what? This is too much for me to um, digest. This truth is making me unsettled instead of me humbling and learning. Mm. I just want to leave. I want to find another church. But the second group is like, no, I'm going to fight it. Mm. I'm going to fight it and going to disrupt it because the pride is so high that they don't want to admit that they are wrong. So now they will spend a lifetime trying to prove to everybody that the bearer of the truth is the one who is wrong. So in order for them to be vindicated or so that they may not feel guilty, the way they can do it is by throwing dirt on somebody else because they don't have the humility to walk away. They don't have the humility to um, sit and say, Lord, you know what? You be the judge. No, now they have to take it upon themselves. And the way now they will do is now they will become a weapon in the hands of the enemy. That, people of God, is the moment where judgment enters their house. And the reason why some people still continue doing it is because judgment does not come overnight. I'll explain. When Apostle Paul said, this man, I hand him over to Satan. Now that's a man of God saying that about a believer. Saying I'm handing him over to Satan because this man was creating division. He was creating issues. He said he's not repenting. So I'm handing him over to Satan. You don't hear about him falling there. No. But from that moment, Satan has entered that man. Wow. From that moment, worms are eating his body. From that moment, his own blood cells are fighting him. From that moment, his mind is losing balance. From that moment, nature will begin to resist him. From that moment, medicine will become allergic to him nature will begin to resist them. That is the danger of entering into a place where now the word of God, you become so arrogant that you say, okay, I need to fight it. So how did now they start functioning like their father, Satan? Hmm. How did Satan function? We need to know that. Yes. The first thing when Satan rebelled against Lord, he said, he said, if I'm leaving, I'm not leaving alone. I can. He says, if I'm going, I'm going to infiltrate their ranks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to influence. In fact, this is something that, that, you know, we'll fully understand when we reach heaven. That Satan was able to influence one third of God's angels. Oh God, this is God that we're talking about. This is unbelievable. This is heaven, the perfect church. My goodness. The perfect pastor. One third of the angel. That's not a small number. That's not. So you're looking at millions and millions, if not trillions of angels that fell. Mm-hmm. Why? So the angels had two options. Okay. Either they stand before the Lord or they are under peer pressure. They are influenced by their friends. My goodness. The guys they are hanging out. Yeah. They choose the guys that they were hanging out over the one that was in front of them. And God, you were talking about the two fruits of pride. Mm. That the one is that we flee the flight response and the other one is that we fight. I was wondering, as you were saying, is is there a way that we can know what breeds one over the other? What breeds the fighter over the person that takes flight? It's a good question. Fight is the response of the arrogant. The arrogant. The arrogant. If fighting is a form of pride of the arrogant, mm-hmm. self-pity 
is the form of pride for those who are inferior. So the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. So this one is charging forward. Mm -hmm. This one is saying, no, 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 no. And they, they go backward. Wow. They are like the turtles that pull back. That's why there's a very scary verse in the Bible. I believe it is Hebrews 10, 38. It says about the one that shrinks back. I have no pleasure in them. If you can read it for me. Yes, I have it here, Prophet, once again. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Mm. Now the just shall live by faith. Mm. But if any man draw back, mm. my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Ouch. Ooh. Oh my goodness. If any man? If any man draws back, mm. my soul shall have no pleasure in him. No pleasure. Mm. So that is a good leeway into why the angels prefer leaving with their peer groups mm. than to stand before the Lord. Because the Lord, they do not understand. Their friends, they understand. Mm. <laughs> wow. The just lives by faith. by faith. Not by what they've already figured out. Not by what they've already understood. That is what qualifies them to be your leader. Because oh they know what you don't know. You know, you have to be very scared if you are in a church where the leader has nothing new to offer. You already know everything. Mm -hmm. That means then there's no more growth. Yeah. Who is teaching whom now? Yeah. So there is no more place where you have to come to the presence of God with hunger and humility. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you kill your pride every day and say, man, I didn't see this angle. I didn't see this there. That is what is required that level of faith mm -hmm. okay now it does never mean that you have to blindly follow any leader now if that leader is coming and telling you Muhammad and buddha and jesus are one now that is stupid for you to blindly believe them but the teachings that come to you from the word of God. Don't go to somewhere else to understand mm -hmm. what God is using your man of God to teach. Because the word has come to your man of God and you're going to ask the neighbor, what is the recipe of the food? Come on. Your mama cooked it for you. <laughs> you're asking the neighbor, can you tell me what is in the food? Ask the one who cooked it. That requires humility. Mm. And the enemy takes advantage of that ego and tells people don't 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 ask him don't don't yeah. go don't yeah. don't find out yeah. come to us yeah you know so true because so many times there you know we hear a word hmm. and we don't understand clearly or we think it's something else and we go to other people for information we go to other people for the explanation and they're not the ones that got that information from the Spirit. They're not the ones that were sent to us with the information first. And it's true, it brings so much confusion, so much. Oh. You know, I had to understand that even with my spiritual father. Mm -hmm. You see my journey with my spiritual father. Many people don't understand that. It's okay. How can you understand that? If it took me time to understand, how would you, how will you understand if you're not even in my shoes? Mm. So humility requires for you to come alongside to understand and not judge. It takes humility to say, hey, there's more than what meets my eye. So let me hold back my mouth before I say things that I don't understand. Yeah. It takes humility. Yeah. But what people don't realize is that it took me more than a year to come to a certain balance before I could journey with my man of God. A year? At least a year. Just before you can journey? No, it took me one year to, to understand 
that the levels that he was was not not what human eyes could understand so again i stayed under that grace long enough to catch the breath of god again that was released by grace so now i could understand the difference between levels and dimensions mm. wow you know wow. that's the danger that's the danger where people who don't see that there is a difference mm-hmm. will now start thinking that now you understand the man of god in order for you to understand you have to first understand that you don't understand <laughs> in order to understand you must first understand that you don't understand it is a fact so so i have to learn from that place of humility mm-hmm. if i am trying to learn and understand from that feeling that i know mm-hmm. it all then i i allow deception in my life yeah. so i have to come to a place of understanding that god has a way of bringing somebody into your life that your your human brain cannot figure out yes so this is where people have a hard time because they went they were hired by somebody that made them feel very important that your boss needed you what your prophet doesn't need you you need the prophet yes. that is something that they are struggling to understand mm-hmm. because all the while in their entire career people paid them money for their advice people paid them money to just be on the boat people paid them money to just have them now all of mm-hmm. a sudden they come to a church and now they expect that same respect yeah. they expecting the same dynamic and now suddenly they don't understand something and that now they take that as an insult so they will now let the tongue on fire my goodness and that fire can burn for us wow so what did satan do he began to influence people to live with him that is dishonor you know it takes a lot of character for somebody to say i don't understand i don't have the patience to understand mm. i don't have the humility to understand i'm going to just walk away you know you see that in the life of joseph when joseph said i'm not going to endanger mary's life so he secretly tried to part ways with mary so that nobody would know about it everybody would blame joseph they would say ah this guy made her pregnant and ran away so he was willing to absorb the shame mm-hmm. but didn't want to hurt mary that is character wow so everybody will think joseph is a terrible man mm-hmm. that's what the bible says he secretly tried to put her away secretly okay but then when the nicolitan spirit comes now secretiveness is out of the way mm. now they want to humiliate you yeah they want to shame you they want to make sure that you don't stand they want to take the place of god in your life yeah. they forget the words that says whether a servant stands or falls is up to the master mm-hmm. now they make sure that when they leave that they take somebody and the way they do that is the second thing they become the accuser himself my goodness satan is called the accuser so the first part is the leaving part now the, the when their heart has left not necessarily the body because now we know nicolitan spirit loves to stay and fight so when the heart has left then the next thing is the spirit of accusation when that the spirit of and and the reason why many people will believe it is because it does not come from somebody with horns it comes from a nice calm gentle Jezebel is such a nice queen she when i went to her she made tea for us she took us places she bought us food um, but the spirit is already manifesting that spirit is already spreading lies that spirit is already talk 
creating witnesses that will stand against Naboth and take his blood and steal his inheritance. The objective is what? To steal the inheritance. Going back to Abraham. The reason why God was so moved by Abraham, he said, he walks by faith. The just walks by faith. When it comes to choosing, this is where people get scared. Do I choose a friend that I can see or a destiny that I cannot see? Come on. That's powerful. This brings fear. This brings intimidation. So the fear of not knowing causes them to choose the friend that they know from 10 years. Yeah. Ah, we, we used to be together. We, we used to drink coffee together. We used to. So it's easy for you to go with somebody that you say is a friend from 25 years because you don't have the faith to do this journey. And it's, 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 it's asking a lot. It's asking a lot because the way the enemy can deceive you is saying, they are going to be terrible for you. This is going to be very bad. Tomorrow they are going to become devil worshippers. <laughs> okay. So, that's scary. So they will put the fear of tomorrow, doubt of tomorrow. So there is giants in the land you don't know. And they didn't care that that whole generation perished in the desert. Fear, unbelief that God himself fight. Oh man, Tobrokos, yeah. I've been just, just giving information after information today. I hope that somebody is being empowered to break some chains of the enemy this morning. This is so powerful, Prophet. We thank God. So powerful. We thank God. So the accuser, mm. so the spirit then begins to manifest. First is, I said, the, they leave. The second is the spirit of accusation. Mm-hmm. The third is the spirit of crucifixion. Crucifixion. Nobody kills overnight. It starts with jealousy. Jealousy. Jealousy then transforms into hate. Hate then transforms into murder. Mm. So you got to understand the ministry of Jesus, they kept accusing him, accusing him, accusing him, accusing, accusing, accusing for a long time. And then the end of his ministry came the crucifixion, came the murder. But it started with trying to find faults, trying to find faults, trying to. You have to be careful of somebody who can never see good. Mm-hmm. Every service, you ask them, how was the service? Everything was good, but, but. they'll add that word in. You have to be careful. Oh, it was, I was preparing to do our, the book of Psalm reading. We started with one chapter. I was telling somebody, I, it's more than what I expected it to be. I thought it would be an easy assignment. In order to go through the entire 150 Psalms every day, we have to read probably four to five chapters. Uh, and. Uh, and then I started doing the, the, trying to bring that four versions together. And I said, oh my goodness. Because you don't want to just use mental strength, logical reasoning. So I end up spending hours with just one verse. My goodness. And could not move. So, It's a project beyond what I expected. So I will certainly not try to rush it this month, but uh, we'll see how much the Lord will allow us to cover that, these nights of prayer. For those who don't know about it, every night from 10 to 12, this YouTube channel, we will be having worship and prayer. Now, what was interesting was, in the book of Psalms, chapter 1, where it talks about 
the ungodly the king james version says ungodly and then the esv version translates it as wicked and that's my frustration with these versions that there is a whole lot of difference when you hear the word wicked you're thinking a really bad guy mm-hmm. so you really don't think that could be you yeah okay but when the version says ungodly meaning you can have moments that are ungodly and you're still a child of god yeah <laughs> so you can have an ungodly thought and still be a child of god you can have an ungodly action a moment but when you mention the word wicked then now you are naming a person so it completely cuts off the the detail in a verse so we i'm trying to you know create a version that figures these things out we yeah. want to so we want to ask the lord for grace to help us do that and that i began to meditate on that that little detail and i said the word ungodly mm. it just means unholy if you look at your dictionary yes and look at unholy or ungodly one of the explanation they give to that is unholy i've got to have it here ungodly definition says it's irreligious or immoral the first word that comes up it says it is unholy <laughs> <laughs> so so then you're looking at a child of god can also be somebody that is not holy so then let's break it down even further that means that you are not set apart you can have a thought that is not set apart so a thought that is not set apart can be the reason where now you are you are becoming that wicked person mm. man of god you know we hear the word ungodly mm. unholy and we see it as in you know our effect towards god when we do when we're doing something wrong but when we hear the word wicked mm. it's more piercing to think that we can be a child of god and still be ungodly still be considered wicked that's that's unbelievable and that is why we have to be careful because the where this spirit attacks is in our thoughts my goodness so let's just look at how spiritual warfare is done mm-hmm. okay so when i say sunday is connected um even if we did wednesday to sunday it would still flow together because of how much the holy spirit is helping both your soul and your spirit second mm-hmm. corinthians chapter 10 please if you go to verse 4 onwards you will see spiritual warfare okay i know many people get excited when we hear the word spiritual warfare but what many people don't realize is how the enemy does that spiritual warfare mm. go on second corinthians chapter 10 mm. in verse 4 mm. for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal mm. but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds okay so our weapons are not they are not carnal, carnal but mighty in god to the pulling down of strongholds okay go on verse 5 casting down imaginations casting down imaginations imagination wait a minute now this is where people you know they go the the, the first about mm-hmm. is the one of the most popular verses for spiritual warfare teachings any spiritual warfare yes. book you pick and this verse is not there then that book is a <laughs> scary book so so but what people don't see is how that warfare is done mm-hmm. okay. he's saying that we don't have carnal weapons okay so then he is now talking about the warfare and how is this warfare executed and how does the enemy you know he's going against the work of the enemy mm-hmm. and then the first thing he talks about is what casting down imaginations 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 so if satan wants to deceive you he will first sow a imagination mm-hmm. 
And imagination is from a thought. So when Satan says, comes and says, did God really tell you? Mm -hmm. What is he doing? He's trying to make you have a thought. Mm -hmm. And imagination continues from it. With that thought produces an imagination that, oh, what would happen if I eat of this? Yes. What would happen? Did God really say that? So he's sowing an imagination. So he's talking about spiritual warfare and he's saying, first thing needs to be done what? It says casting down imagination. Casting down imagination. Yeah. So the first area that you need breakthrough is say, Lord, protect my thoughts from going tangent. My thoughts. Yeah. Protect my thoughts from being hijacked by the enemy. So you sit there all day and night, sitting and worrying and going through the lies that were spoken through the day, spoken last week. And slowly, the enemy begins to take you away from your destiny. Ah. Okay, go on. It says, And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. Hey! The knowledge of God. The knowledge of God. Every high thing that exalts itself, meaning there is something that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, mm -hmm. the spirit of Nicolaitans. My goodness. They introduce their knowledge over the knowledge of God. So the knowledge of God, please, let us make this clear. Yes. Is the first love. My goodness. <laughs> that is the scrolls that we are at. Yes. That is the minimum requirement. God, when God looks at you, He's not thinking how much theology you know. Mm -hmm. uh, how many um, scriptures have you memorized? Those are good things. Mm -hmm. Please don't get me wrong. But what God is looking for is how lukewarm you are. Yeah. How much first love, how much zealous are you about the things of God? Mm -hmm. So the way they can take you away from the place where God has planted you, from the zeal for God, from being zealous for the Lord, is by having doubts in your heart mm -hmm. that you will not expose to whom who can help you. And that slowly you see that they become high and outstanding the information that God wanted to have in your spirit. Yeah. It steals the truth in your spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he's going against that and... And bring, bringing into captivity every thought okay. to the obedience of Christ. Again, he's talking about thoughts. Bringing into captivity every thought. There is one thought that is going da 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 da. Yeah. You have yeah. to be able to locate that thought and say, wait a minute, mm -hmm. why am I thinking this? Wait a minute, Yeah. what is causing me to think this? I have to capture that thought. Mm. I have to arrest that thought. Yeah. Bringing that thought into captivity is your protection. Like, this is a spiritual warfare you're talking My about. My goodness. And this is why on a Wednesday, I told you that when the Lord began to help us to do the spiritual warfare CDs on Heart to Heart every Wednesday, the Lord said, teach them about the warrior's mind. Mm. He said, don't let the spiritual warfare be about the enemy. They don't know about themselves. Teach them about themselves how the enemy uses their thought against their own destiny. Yeah. Some of you were supposed to be flying high, yeah. but you were defeated by thoughts that you could not cap capture, mm -hmm. yeah. by thoughts that you could not take captive. Yeah. The enemy deceived you, yeah. took you far away. But today, mm. this word is setting you free from that prison in the mighty name of Jesus. I wish somebody can shout a louder Amen right now. I pray that even in your house, when you say that Amen, let things that have been holding you, let it loosen you in the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I believe it is happening. So. I want to close with this, man of God. I want to give you quick thoughts for you to guard yourself. Yes. Three quick things that you can use to protect yourself. Yes. 
Number one, you have to ask, who have I been talking to? Whose voice have I allowed into my spirit? The voice you listen to are the choices you make. We have handled that in the last few weeks. I hope you're writing it down. The first thing you have to ask is, who have, what is my fellowship? Who is my fellowship? Blessed are the ones who do not sit in the seat of the scornful or mockers, those who mock the grace of God. You sit with them, you become like them. Soon you will mock like them. You will behave like them. So ask yourself, who have you been sitting with? The second one is, what is the posture of my heart? Mm. Yes. Am I being a student or do I want to be the teacher who knows everything? Mm -hmm. Am I somebody who enjoys being in, under submission or do I hate authority? Yeah. Does authority over me irritates me or do I enjoy the authority that God has placed? Do I celebrate the authority? Yes, because people that don't like submission will make you like them. Mm. and that will make you very frustrated. Okay, that is something that you are, you can, just by looking at that, um, in different seasons of life, you will see um, as sin increases in your life, there'll be more irritation towards authority. Mm. You'll see that so many verses in the Bible uh, and that's a sign that can tell you, hey, I need help. I need the spirit out of my life. Third, is you understand the enemy always uses offense, right? Romans 16, verse 17. I have it here, prophet. Romans chapter 16, verse 17. Yeah. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them. So you're looking at how if you don't mark and avoid, those people will cause you for your offenses to manifest. In order for division to take place, mm. offense is a culprit. Yeah. There are marriages that are divided because offense was not dealt with. So this spirit is very cunning. It will, it will smell offense in you. And I'll say, let's go for coffee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then overnight, I have seen people change overnight. Why? Because for a long time, they had an offense that was not dealt with. It could simply be you, you thought that pastor was talking about you or you thought that um, that pastor doesn't care for you. You thought that this believer doesn't like Say Any offense that you don't deal with mm. by putting God's perspective is that offense. My husband doesn't love me. Yeah. Oh, my husband likes other people. Mm. And you don't deal with that offense. My husband did this uh, 28 years ago and you don't deal with it. It's only a matter of time. Division takes place into that house. Mm. So you have to mark and avoid those people that expose you to offense. When somebody is talking to you, listen carefully and hear the lies that is bringing division into your heart. Mark and avoid. This is your protection. People of God, I'm going to take a second to pray for you. And I want you to look to God and say, God, your scripture says that when I return, will I find faith on earth? That was God's concern. That was God's worry. I want you to today make up your mind that no matter what offenses in your spirit, you will not allow the spirit to take advantage of you. Instead, you will capture it. You will capture that thought and you will cause it to expire. Cause that lie to expire. May your heart overflow with love. The first love to the head and the body of Christ. You are in a safe place. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, 
I thank you for the double-edged sword that has come to your children. You have been working very deeply into our spirits and soul. Any area, Father, that we have allowed the enemy to deceive us, I pray let the light of God capture us right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, every spirit that will try to divide us from within, we command that spirit out of their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Father, as the word has come to them today, let them not flee from it. Let them not fight it to their own doom. Instead, let the word cause their children and their children's children to receive a blessing and nothing otherwise. Father, I pray that tears and transparency will become their salvation. I pray that they will build structures and bring order that will cost them to take off. There was a vision I saw last night that again I'm seeing today. Last night during a prayer, the Lord showed me many things and and one of the things that I saw was a huge jumbo jet man of God just taking off from an airport. It wasn't many feet away from the ground. I see that same vision again. Oh, it, I believe that God is opening up that vision for you. And I want you to receive that, that this foundation is going to give you long-term results. You will not be like that individual that jumps a hundred churches. You will not be like that believer that is constantly divided in their life, never settled, never rooted. You will be securely protected that whatever attacks the enemy has sent against your, your church, your faith will not prevail against you, but you and your house and your children and your children's children will receive this blessing from the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. And the church shout an Amen. Amen. Yes. May the blessing of God and the peace of our Lord Jesus and the precious fellowship of our Holy Spirit now be with you forever and ever. Amen. You are blessed. Thank you. Man of God, once again, thank you. Today we feel very empowered. You know, the, the scriptures that you brought today, that you talked, the light that you talked and shared with us, it's opened up areas in us that have been strengthened, that have received power to now stand against thoughts that have been plaguing us that we didn't know about emotions that we've been plagued by that we didn't know about and now we can stand and push back thank Amen. you this well